This week on the Push Ball Lace podcast, we talk about content creation for newbie trainers and just normal trainers on Instagram, Facebook, and any kind of social media. And then we get a common question. If you've only got 30 minutes, what should your workout look like? Three, two, one. Let's create some content. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. Do you screw up the intro there, Dan? We don't really I nearly do did that. then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should have been recording you thought there's always <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah, I always, I always start it and I always think, is that something else I'm supposed to say? And I'm like, no, no that's it. That's, that's it. it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not hard. All right, cool. You know what it is then, mate? It's because there's been a glitch. <laughs> It's because there's been a glitch in the matrix because you were in Bath recently, so it's just a bit like my head's all over the place. Very like, true, it's just, yeah. It's gone. That's gone. I was in Bath, knowing, learning more about Bath than the guy who lives there, basically. That was so um, funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, you were like, you, you had your guided tour, and I was like, I did not know that. Yeah, did not know great. that about Bath. Um, yeah, too busy taking over the world, Tom. I told you, too busy taking over the world. Don't know what's on my own I'm doorstep. A, I'm a really sad idiot, and I like walking tours when I go to cities um, that I don't know, so... I went and had some learning. Go to Bath if anybody hasn't been there. Um, go stay at Dan, Dan's hotel. I stayed there one night, oh. and then we went off to another hotel. Um, and Tom and Tom was very kind and bought me a cheesecake in return, which has featured heavily on my Instagram this week because <laughs> it's what I'm eating before I work out. <laughs> nice, good. It's, and it's I really did. Nice. I did also buy some champagne, but that is strictly for Laura. So that's I don't. I don't. I don't drink that shit. Yeah. So. so. <laughs> Yeah, we're all right. And a Peppa Pig. Dan will enjoy the Peppa Pig. It's good. Oh, yeah, that's not for Isabel. That's for me. <laughs> right then, Tommy, what are we going over today, mate? Uh, literally, it is Tuesday. We are getting the podcast ready for posting up this evening. I just put a post out about two hours ago and just left it free and open for people to add to the poll and see what people yeah, listen and they, to. And they massively disappointed us, didn't they? <laughs> There, there's some odd ones right there. There's definitely some topics um, that we uh, that we we chatted for for about 10, 15 minutes about seeing what we know, seeing what we don't know, seeing whether it's the most stupid thing in the, ever. We might just feature this post in uh, Stupid Things, to be honest. Um, mm. Yeah, and I, we can see who voted for them or put them up. So, um, yeah, well done. Well done, gang. Um all right, Very so useless, yeah, yeah. we've got that going on, and then I'll be uh, writing a fair bit for this space, um, for third space uh, gyms in London. So uh, we've decided to actually uh, look at some of the topics I might be covering. I'm a, we're going to cover one, but I might actually, it will be will be around. Um, yeah, go check it out if I'm writing in it. Then I know all the stuff will be correct. Um, yeah, so that's not a dig at anybody, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah, not well, yet. Not yet. Um, yeah, we'll be, we'll be looking and looking through, uh, that. So should we, should we pick one of these, uh, these, well, two-ish topics of what we found interesting? You didn't get the most votes, but, well, one of them got a fair lot, but, <laughs> but we, it's a, uh, it's a panel of two and it's only me and Dan's votes that count, so... Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So I think uh, the, the the two ones that we can put in together that I'll quickly vote for right now um, to put them right at the top. So content creation for newbie and I guess PTs um, like us, and then 
the best Instagram worthy recipes and how to maximize likes. Um, yeah, that was me dropping my phone right next to uh, my microphone. But yeah, let's do let's do that one first because that's the shortest one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you how to get good at Instagram and how to get more followers. Right, is you turn yourself into a woman, you get your butt out, you put your knickers on, and you take a picture, and you get shitloads of likes and follows, and. Pretty much most females in fitness seem to be doing taking that route. That seems to be quite a common route that people go. <laughs> um, I, I, I was thinking the other day, actually, I've talked about this before. I don't understand like the pictures where a female fitness professional will take a picture of herself in the mirror, some of them with clothes on, some of them in, in underwear, and like just a picture of themselves looking at the screen on their phones, just a picture, and like the text is like, find your motivation or... I'm like, that picture bears no relevance to any kind of motivation. You've just taken a picture of yourself in a mirror. Like, there's no, there's no motivation required. Or like, or it was like, what's what? What are your goals? Or are your goals your goals? Or, oh, I'm just like, <laughs> so yeah. Apart from, I guess, looking at both of our Instagram games, you can kind of see what we post about and what we we do. We, I guess. Uh, the Instagram stuff we take a little less seriously than some other stuff, I guess, um, and we'll we'll kind of say why. There's... I think um, I, th- I think it's one of those where for for Instagram, it's I, I'm viewing it now and I'm trying to use it more now as just a this is my personality, like this is me, um, a bit more of a a side of me that maybe people don't see as much because my Facebook is very much like the content. It's the videos, it's training advice, it's nutrition advice. And I think Instagram is the bit that's a bit more like, this is just me and this is how I live my day or my life a little bit, a little bit more behind the scenesy, I guess. Um, I, I would never post, um, just me personally, I would never post, you know, walls upon text on Instagram about how to break down, the the deadlift or squat i just don't think people read it i don't think people pay attention to it i think it's, it's a very visual medium obviously um but some of the shit you see on there oh my god like i'm like i'm not gonna read that mate it's just pointless i think yeah especially like even when i'm doing like a technique thing um i literally write what it is and then i might write what i've just been done doing and that's mm. about it um it's very rare unless you see me copy and paste from another post um, that I'm, yeah. <laughs> then I make it uh, actually very long. Um, and if you if there's anything up there that you guys are like guessing, if you want more chat about, is just actually message me. I mean, we've always got open doors. Um, that's the point. I know a couple of the we had a couple of physio guys contact us about movement screens and stuff like that um, in the last few weeks. Mm. So which is I'm more than happy to chat about, which is great. But I think the Instagram stuff. Um, yeah, I mean we, we're both. I, I, both using it more, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've started using the stories on it a bit more just because I didn't like Snapchat. There's too much stuff going on. But since it got in- integrated into Instagram, I thought, right, I can use this now um, as a way to reach a few more people. But um, if just in my experience of Instagram um, and the people I know who've got more followers than I've got, <laughs> it's still not a great medium to really kind of do that much business i would say as a medium to get yourself known and out there yeah use it but i would then be using it to link back to facebook right this is where you're going to find out about me because all you do all you get on instagram is the bots that just go this is awesome keep it up or you know we've talked about before um i i I post a picture and it gets like a thousand it it can get like five 
comments from people that are just saying, keep it up, good work. And all they want is they follow you, they like your post, they want you to follow them back, and then they just unfollow you because it's just a computer. They've, they've someone's paid, you know, the profile have paid to, to, to do it. And I don't follow thousands upon thousands of people. I follow about 120 people who I like to, I'm genuinely interested in. Um, and I only have 700 followers. Like, to get 3,000 followers, I have to follow 3,000 people. I don't give a shit. It's not what I use it for. Um, and I just think you have to think about what it is you use it for. Even for clients, I wouldn't say, oh, follow my Instagram for some really cool recipes of food because I haven't got any on there. Like, I don't think people use it for that. Um, I would definitely use that more on, on, on Facebook. I still think Facebook is the king. Um, I just use Instagram now a bit more with the stories just because um, it's bigger than Twitter and Snapchat and it combines those features together quite nicely. But, um, but yeah, I've just found that that's what I've been using it for is just – um, trying to be a bit more creative with just this is me live my life not here's here's how you can work with me it's like I don't think people go on Instagram for that I don't think they're going on there looking for the, you know a nutrition plan or a training plan from someone uh, they just want to get to know people on there I think yeah I think that I think that's the biggest thing you can do um, on Instagram yeah just make make it a little bit more personable and um, uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's I think I think I think I, I always ask myself the question all the time with social media is you use it, right? You guys listening, you use it. Is what do you skip past? What do you read? What do you look at? And more often than not, people you want to attract are going to be doing the same thing. So for me, it's a case of when I go through my Instagram, what do I click on? What do I like? What do I comment on? Most of the time when I comment, I comment because it's a friend of mine that I'm talking about or whatever, but I'm just on it now flicking through. Um, so again, like Lisa Lewis, like I follow Lisa Lewis. Now she's just had a baby. She's a picture of a baby. It's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's nice. But it's again, it, that for me is what Instagram's about. It's not about her, you know, talking about mindset on, on Instagram. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's definitely more about this is what I'm doing or this is what I'm having pre-workout or, you know, like uh, Brett Hadley does it all the time. Like, always is food he's eating before he trains my sort of stuff and actually people might then ask questions like oh how can you eat that before you train i was told this is bad no it's not check out my facebook for more information or you know that's that's what it's used for um and and yeah i just think it's it's I, some people i've unfollowed recently on there because they're just still posting shit um and, and it's pretty simple really um but i think when you score through instagram a lot of the stuff you see is lifestyle orientated it is very much this is what i'm up to today this is what i'm doing um it's it, and whereas facebook is very much kind of a right this is where you go for information nowadays i think more people use facebook now to find out about like news stories and shit than they do about the new and they've gone the news channels and things like that. i think people underestimate how huge it is um mm. as a side note to that i've actually recently deleted facebook off my phone because it just got a bit relentless. I just find myself always checking it and it was really um, pointless and I found myself wanting to get enthralled in, in debates and arguments with people and I just was wasting my time. Um, and I found that since doing that, I actually go on there now and realise how you can survive without being on there. <laughs> it's, I go on there and I might have like eight notifications and I just go, well, they were boring. Like, <laughs> All from me, just poking you, great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, answering the question, um, Instagram worthy recipes. Um, you cook more than me, mate. Um, anything? Again, I don't know. I don't I, honestly. I, what are you really going to beat the body coach? No. Like, what's the point of trying? <laughs> um, 
I, I just think I just think posting the food you're eating is useful for people to see because they can see look at that and go, well, how come you can eat that? Like, and he's losing weight, and you know that's where I think it is beneficial to some degree. Um, is is that aspect that it does make people a bit more aware but then it's when you see the people going just prep my meals for the whole week and there's 25 meals of the same food and they're just like oh it's just not exciting <laughs> uh, and and i think that again recipe creation is all well and good but someone's gonna look at the food and then are they really gonna sit down and look at the recipe like when was the last time you did like that's the question i'd ask you when is the last time you sat down and copied a recipe from instagram and, and cooked it you probably didn't I've never done yeah, it. I've never done it either. Uh, the person asked the question, have they ever done it? That's, you know, they're, they're the thing. And, you know, are, are our clients, are the general public actually doing that? Or are they just buying a Joe Wicks book and then doing it? Are they copying it from the Instagram? I don't think they are. Um, so bring out a cookbook. Then use the Instagram to promote your cookbook. Like that, you know, if you wanted to to come up with, with content and you wanted to, you know, be known for your recipes on Instagram, I would bring out an ebook with 20 30 recipes in of your favorite recipes that you know you've got i would then post the pictures of those meals as you eat them but rather than putting the recipe down in the bio i would just literally go um i've got a free ebook for cooking uh, for, for recipes for you know whatever you want to call it high protein des- uh, meals for families i don't know whatever um get them to download it from your website, you get their email address, and then you've got then an email list of people that are going to be interested in your work because they, they see the value in your in your cookbook. Um, there you go. Like I've just given you a real good idea for content creation in, in two seconds well, and, without even any clue about what we're going to talk about. But believe it or me, I'm not going to be making any kind of cookbook. So that's... When I say you, I mean... <laughs> you can't cook for toffee. But then um, that's uh, leading on to actual content creation so this is something that i've sat down with marketing and kind of started doing a hell of a lot more about thinking and you do it with team box i know you do um we both have our marketing teams of some sort um that we yeah you sit down and i've we've mapped out the next 12 months of what we're gonna be posting and what we're gonna be writing about but obviously i've got a few more pts that i can write with you've got your you guys so in terms of content creation, I think there's there's a lot of uh, kind of variables that you have to be playing into account. So time of year, what you're doing, what the kind of yeah, what training you're training for, um, all this kind of stuff. Basically, that kind of guides what content you're going to be starting to create. But and then I feel like this is coming from obviously both me and Dan picked, kind of picked our niches in what we went down and started talking about so with Dan more nutrition wise and I went down training and more mechanics and that kind of stuff is pick pick like a route where you're going to be shit hot at because I think where people start to be kind of falling down is when you're posting stuff that is not correct and you'll get people like me and Dan that will say it's not <laughs> and then you realize oh I've just mm. created a load of content you might get disheartened the, the internet can be annoying and a bit intimidating, I guess, for new people creating content and just thinking they're going to get shot down. Um, yeah, I think that's the general fear. But my, the biggest thing I think you have to know before you even come up with content is you have to figure out who you're creating it for. You have to know your audience. You have to pick your audience, your avatar, your person you're trying to talk to. Uh, and And being as specific as you can about that is the most important bit. So, for example, both myself and Tom... I think most people, I reckon 80 to 90% of people who follow us on Facebook, who follow this podcast, 
would know who we are trying to post at when we post information. So Tom's is geared towards trainers looking to upskill and educate themselves. Like that's where most of the information that Tom puts out is geared towards. Myself, most of it is geared towards more people who are a bit more advanced with their training and nutrition and want to get lean and want to get shredded. Like that's pretty obvious. I think it's pretty clear again from us as it's team box. I think it's, it's even more obvious. You go, right, who are they talking to? Well, there's a very specific kind of person we're targeting there. Um, and, and likewise with push pull legs as well is we're not, we're not a podcast that's going to relate to the general public all that well, because they we're using terms and phrases that are a bit, maybe a bit too advanced for them. But for trainers, it's very much a case of, right, I can relate to this information because these guys were trainers and all that sort of stuff. So you have to know your audience and you have to know what you're trying to achieve um, with that first. That's the first thing before you create content because then you're just creating content for content's sake and that's as useless as having no content. In my opinion, it's wasted time. Um, and I think, so I think that's the, the most important thing. Um, and once you've got that, you can then start figuring out, okay, what content does that person need the most of? Would you agree, Tom? Yeah, I think so. Because because I think that most of most advanced trainers who want to upskill themselves will benefit more from a longer blog post article or, or more in-depth video analysis of a squat, for example. But average Joe who just wants to get a bit fitter would want to know how to do a goblet squat perfectly, but he just wants to be told in layman's terms, one paragraph, right, push your heels back, push your bum back, and just lower yourself to the floor. Goblet squat, boom, hold a dumbbell, easy. That okay, isn't technical and isn't going to get you on the front cover of men's health, but if it affects 10 people's lives and they become better at squatting, they will carry on watching your work. And again, you then can describe to them, this is a floor press. All you have to do is lie on the floor, pick up two dumbbells and push them over your head. Like, again, it's very, very basic, but it speaks to that person and that audience. Um, whereas Tom would go over the the variations of the bench press and talk about how you build a bench press from the floor press all the way through to a bench press right so if speaking like that yeah i think two of the most successful posts that i've probably gone about is obviously a lot of people come with well talk to me with like lower back injuries and maybe i've started rehab with them it's probably down to mechanics and where their either their pelvis is sitting too posteriorly or anteriorly and two of the biggest posts i've had are basically variations of deadlifts because mm. people don't want they feel they see the word deadlift and get scared they're gonna hurt their lower back and then i'll post either like a, a hip thrusting video or a rack pull or some kind of cable pull through um and they're like oh that, that's like it doesn't look as spinal loading and there's not much mm. shear forcing happening there okay cool yeah. that all that relates to me that's something that i need help with that's something that i'm scared about um yeah which is which again is an education tool and kind of i always write why it's happening what's happening can mm. you do this with this or whatever so it's definitely yeah again we're still thinking about where where we're posting to who who should be reading it who i'm trying to engage so i mean yeah for like i posted um <laughs> i posted an anti-rotation day on instagram the other day i was like who the hell apart from trainers is going to know about anti-rotation yeah. No. No. Nobody. So, exactly. And being very specific and knowing that oh, somebody with anti rotations probably they're trying to get some core activation happening, and maybe somebody so the chance are a physio or a rehabber or another PT, and that's what happened. Asked about that and what I was doing, mm. um, which is great. This is what I was I was casting my net for to try and get some people to go. Oh, what, yeah. What would that What would that be? Um, 
and pick something you know obviously um <laughs> don't yeah that really, like, don't it, be it like one of those where i think people are people try and also um they try and make sure that people can't pick holes in their posts like that their peers are, are, are going to be watching somehow or and people are scared oh we are we are watching getting trolled and that sort of stuff <laughs> And again, to be honest, I think it's one of those where as long as the post, if the post is directed to trainers, right? If I see a post go out that I think is directed to advanced um, trainers who want to get better with their nutrition and training and it's wrong, it really riles me because, of course, I'm like, well, what the hell are they saying? Like, these people are idiots because they're just confusing my audience, as it were. But if I saw someone posting a squat video that wasn't the most perfect squat video in the world, but it was like, if you're an absolute newbie to the gym and you want to learn how to do a goblet squat, look at this video. And if they kind of said, um, push your bum back, push your heels back, but they didn't say push your knees out, I wouldn't go in there and be like, oh my God, you didn't say push your knees out, you're an idiot. <laughs> you would just kind of go, all right, well, that's pretty good advice for that person. So again, I think it's one of those where sometimes people are too afraid of what their peers are going to say that they don't end up posting anything um, through the fear of it. And and the, the reality is that if you've got your audience correct, your peers won't be watching it because they won't be following your page. Why would they? Because you're clearly stating at the start, this is a, this is a Facebook page for beginners, in their nutrition and training journey um, and don't be afraid of that and don't be afraid that some people then might stop following you when they become more advanced because that's the progression that's what's going to happen um, and that's okay I think I've often had people come to work with me before and they've kind of said I, I think I need to go away and actually just kind of work on a bit more few more basics and like learn to cook you know get my kitchen sorted like learn a bit more about how to fit these things into my lifestyle and, and get a handle on i need to go and see a pt and learn how to deadlift and squat and bench before you give me a training program that tells me how to do this because i'm just not ready yet and that's yeah. fine that's fine and i've got no nothing wrong with that because it's again it just means that you have to constantly make sure that your marketing or your content is geared towards your audience otherwise you are wasting your time um, and that's not good for anyone, really. Um, and I, I think it's just people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. So you just have to make it engaging from the start. And um, the odd clickbaity article will help. Um, and, you know, the odd funny video will, will help, of course. But I think it is just about regularity as well. I think you'll notice sometimes I go a bit off the boil with it. And it's because I'm just genuinely so busy. And I'm like, shit, I've not done any Facebook for a week. And, I'm, and then I might schedule three posts in. Um, but it is one of those things that the busier you get, the harder it is to keep up. Um, and the guys that are really well known in the industry... Um, and who are busy will have people do it for them oh, because yeah. they don't have the time. Um, <laughs> all they've got to do is get in front of a camera, do a video, and they send it to someone, go, right, edit it up, send it off and, on Facebook at the right time. Uh, and that's how they keep getting their engagement going all the time. And you don't, they're not sat there on the computer doing Facebook. They've got someone, they're paying someone to do it for them, um, which I think is, is another thing that people kind of don't quite get because they see the top guys posting video, two videos a day um, or co articles all the time. And they think that they're like, oh, shit, you know, I should be doing that. And it's like, no, they've got someone doing it for them. Like, you can't do that yet. Try and get it. It's almost like with training when you have a newbie, they want to come in and go, oh, I want to train two times a day for 12 months. It's like, no, just like, start three times a week. Start with coming in the gym. You've just got here. Like, yeah. if you get here, I deem that a success. doesn't matter if you just go for a shower. Success. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can fit it into your day that's that's interesting that's an interesting thing to talk about actually when was uh what was the first troll you ever had oh god i can't remember i probably fucking something probably made me cry <laughs> um i don't i can't remember you know um 
I get so many. I still get loads of them now. Like it doesn't bother me. Yes. I just it, yeah, and it, and and it does get easier as well. The more of them you get, and the more things comments mm. you get, you just like you really are a sad little man. Like, you have no <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you st- you're gonna get them whatever in a, whatever walk of life. You're always gonna get them. Mm. Um, you can't please everyone. I have found to. I have found that like uh, Instagram is less trolly. Yeah. For sure. But again, I think it's also because people spend less time critiquing shit on there. Yeah, I, like, think they just flip, I don't go on Instagram and go, through, oh, yeah. I'm going to troll someone. I go on Instagram and go, oh, that's cool. You know, like it. I'll comment on that because it's my mate or whatever. But people rarely, rarely comment on Instagram, I, don't, I feel. Um, it's just, well, except the fucking bots. But um, <laughs> whereas job. Facebook, people seem to spend a lot more time critiquing a paragraph because, again, more words are written and you can, it's easier to go in and go, I oh, know you're, you're wrong, you're an idiot. Um, but again, I, I think it's I think it's more important sometimes to to, to focus a bit more on yourself and, and get yourself sorted first and be a success first before you go having to go at other people's. Um, I think I remember one of my first ones was uh, a bench press video, and I got tr- I, I wasn't even talking about uh, head positioning. I was talking about bar path, and yeah, I got trolled for having my head off the bench. Oh, seriously, <laughs> just, it was just like uh, wrong. <laughs> It was like, actually, uh, this is not to do... T-. I was like, actually, it can get your lats and it gets a hell of an upper trap <laughs> going on. And I was like, it doesn't matter, my shoulder blades are staying straight on the bench. I I, yeah. I, I replied nicely. Um, but that was my first ever one. I was like, shit, Dan, look. Yeah. <laughs> look what happened. I wasn't even talking about that and he's picked that up. Great. Give me more content to talk about. I'll talk about head position now. Great. Yeah, it's been a positive. It's great. Um, yeah, so content creation. Just... Think about anything. Think about anything you're good at. Think about stuff you you want to write about as well. People can read through posts that you kind of like. Ugh, uh, they're not. They're not even. They do they. Do you even believe yourself through that post? Do you believe what your own writing's talking about? Um, I, th- so, I think one one point I just want to make before we finish that bit is is also about professionalism and making it look really good. Like before you jump in and start producing videos, if you're gonna do videos and you're gonna put logos on or writing over them, make sure it looks as professional and as as good a quality as you could possibly make it. Don't just slap brightly colored neon writing on there and hope that someone's gonna see it. It's not really, um, you know, if you, and, and again, as you go further along, you'll be able to maybe afford to get an intro and outro music or video or whatever. Um, and I just think that that's really important as well as you'll probably notice recently, um, again, some of the posts we've been putting out, they're, they're a bit more structured now in terms of the title, the subtitle, the picture, the headings. Uh, and it just creates a bit of continuity if you're going to have a brand and you're going to create that sort of stuff. Um, I, and I think that's something that's really lacking is, is a bit of pride in what you put out as well. So if you put out a video and it's not, you know, your phone's not horizontal, it's vertical, it'll look shit and it will look shit and it makes you look shit. So just think about those little things about <laughs> is the picture good quality? Is it fuzzy? Is it blurry? Like they're things that, again, they're in your control and they're easy fixes. Don't don't just put content out for the sake of it because it will look shit and people then go, well, he's, he's shoddy with his content, so he's probably shoddy with his training advice. Um, and I think that's something that I think is really important to remember as well. So true. It's good. Yeah. It's like so since starting the podcast, we've got like microphones and shit. Like, I know, you know, I know, it's great. <laughs> we, have to, we have to step up, step but, up our game. Like two, know? three different types of microphones depending on situation. What's going on? <laughs> wow, yeah. Um, cool. I think that ends there. It's content creation, Instagram, social media from Ooh. Guru Dan. Um, yeah, my guru, bro. <laughs> guru on social media, no doubt. Um, cool. 
right, let's we're not breaking. We're gonna stroll right through. Um, Dan's got some Rainbow Six to play, apparently. And, uh, you know it, bro. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so this is gonna be something that I'm gonna be talking about because um, we, obviously we do generally do a nutrition thing, but that's gonna be waiting until a stupid thing, so I can just wind up Dan. He can go basically whenever we finish is gonna be what well, up to him, to be honest. Um, so something that a lot of people will get asked i'm sure as trainers and as long as you say it depends you're right but maybe sure. people don't know <laughs> what what they should be saying and um this is something that uh, i don't know it's a, it's a it's a weird topic in terms of pt sessions but if you're trying to get into the gym then it's quite good so if you have 30 minutes what should your workout look like Mm. it depends I, I, right yeah obviously I mean that, that's the first thing it depends yeah. Um, but yeah I, I find it really interesting because I've had this asked before so many times it's like oh I've only got 30 minutes what should I do I'm like sort your day out so you've got longer um, well yeah prioritise training <laughs> for one um, but no sometimes shit happens doesn't it and it kind of yeah. crops up um, and, and again it comes back down to it depends on what stage of your training you're at your experience level how well you know your body how well you know your training how well you know your cycle you're in all those kind of things come into it don't they yeah for sure but if we if we if we were to just go kind of layman's terms and we can give a brief outline on um so we've got a few different goals within a throw out and mm. i guess we can give what our 30 minutes our breakdown second by second guide of uh what we would, we would be doing with our clients, I guess. So for weight loss, Dan, that's your expertise. Yeah, well, there's nothing really changing in the session per se that is, you know, that is going to help weight loss. But one of the things I used to do if a client, for example, would turn up 30 minutes late, which happened, um, <laughs> is, yeah, you just kind of pick out the core fundamentals of that session you were going to do. So if they were more geared towards fat loss and they wanted to lose a bit more weight, um, I would probably do and I'm going to say it, I'd probably do a push, a pull, and a legs exercise. Wow. Um, which would take about 20 minutes, and I'd still do 10 minutes of conditioning at the end, like high-intensity conditioning at the end. Um, if it was someone who just wanted to focus on strength and muscle building, then, again, I'd probably do one of their main lifts that they were due to do, and then if it was an upper body exercise that they were doing there, I'd probably do a legs and then a pull, or if it was a lower body, I would then do that and then do you know, a push and a pull, say, um, because their their priority is to get stronger and that kind of thing. So I think that's, you know, you just split your session up based on, on their priority, really, and their main goal. Um, yeah. That's if you've got a session planned, of course, with them. But <laughs> Let's assume that they have, yeah. If you haven't got a session planned, though, Tom, what would what would you do? If I didn't have just a Just a random, random person, you're training for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Um, ask them what their, what their goal is. Two seconds. Uh, I want to tone up. All right, awesome. Tone up. Tone up. Um, basically, I I would stick towards a circuit kind of uh, circuit conditioning. Basically, is where I would go. Um, whether it would be like German volume training esque, or putting a load of stuff next to each other. Yeah. Basically, um, I like. We know we like push pull leg circuits, um, and then anything geared. Towards that could that. be you, that could be a YouTube series by the way, put leg series. It could be, Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone can take that and do it for us. That's fine. Um, great. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think some of the stuff that 
especially stuff I've been doing lately. If is like on like deload weeks or because I've been training with my with, with an injury with my hip, is generally, or I've only had a little bit of like forty five to to an hour to train. I know not mm. that long. Um, would be. I just I would stick two things together, so like a vertical push and a, on a, like a horizontal pull or vertical mm-hmm. or anything like that, and I'd I'd smash them together, do five sets of those, and then yeah. suddenly whether that be anywhere between eight and kind of fourteen reps, that'd be cool, um, and then do exactly the same on like the corresponding lifts. Um, that's absolutely fine. So yeah, I, I could do point. like ten minutes, ten minutes, ten minutes would be cool on mm. certain things. So whether it be vertical, horizontal push pull and then mm. if you if like i've been doing suffering with a little bit of an injury i've been on the leg extension and the prone line the prone leg curl um with for basically i was doing five sets of every single one that only that only took me about for half half an hour i reckon yeah i think i think the other thing is you people underestimate how much time is taking up training when you you're just resting like if you if you took you know a rest period out of every single exercise all of a sudden it, it takes it could probably take a good 10%, 20% of the time off your gym session. For sure. Um, and, and and like you mentioned, I think if you did, you know, like you say, a push-pull legs exercise with no rest in between and then had a two-minute break, you're going to get shit done quicker than if you had a two-minute break after each one, minute and a half break after each one. But also, like you said there, if you don't change exercise and you just do 10 sets of that, because by changing the bar, by unloading the bar, unracking it, by going to a new bit of equipment, setting it all up, you're just wasting, like, again, two or three minutes, which when you've got 30 minutes is a lot of time. Um, so just kind of setting out your stall and going, right, I'm going to do press-ups, pull-ups, and goblet squats, for example. And you might yeah. just say, uh, like, again, CrossFit style, just be like, right, I'm just going to do it, and I'm not going to time my rest. I'm just going to do it with as little rest as possible. Just keep going around for 30 minutes. You'll be absolutely <laughs> fucked by the end of that, yeah. guaranteed. Um, and that could be a real good way of getting in the same volume of work Arguably, maybe not with the same amount of weight lifted, but the same volume of work that's going to get a lot of um, a lot of work done, a lot of volume done in a short space of time, um, and that's that can be a great thing to do. That sometimes you know you wouldn't want to do very very often, but you've only got half an hour. You've only got half an hour. Yeah, if you've got half an hour, then if if you have to prioritize something, and there's always going to be your main goal would be something you would prioritize whether it be a mobility thing or mm. a strength thing then please do it but then maybe that takes 10 to 15 minutes at tops and then then go then go nuts i think yeah. we we've we've seen we, we've done like t-rex stuff before where you just like t-rex rows into like tricep extensions um which absolutely fine and then maybe into like some t-rex bicep curls and mm. why the hell not if, if we're using one piece of equipment we're not moving around the gym that's to change the weights yeah change around it's just all you have to do is change body position and then that is it to be honest and then you yeah. can do what the hell you like so i, I think, think i think part of the reason my clients used to hate being late was because they knew that they'd still be doing <laughs> the same volume of work but just in a shortest period of time like yeah that's what i used to say to them i said right you're just cutting to your rest time let's go <laughs> <laughs> just, just jam everything together. It's just yeah, it's pretty horrible. But it, it was it was kind of my way of going. Well, you just you maybe wait twenty minutes. So I'm going to yeah. screw you over. Um, <laughs> you're not going to have any rest time now. Which and again, you know, as a trainer, you're like, right, I've got to lower the weight slightly so they don't hurt themselves. But you're just like, right, well, they're going to overdo it. Yeah. Um, and, and to be honest, the things that get cut, like I think that's probably yeah from the session. I mean, you're saying that like maybe there's some supplementary stuff that 
I wouldn't even bother with. So, for example, if, if you had, like, your, like, I don't know, your D, E, F exercises that were, I don't know, some sort of overhead shrug or um, some no, lateral raises or something like that in a mm. shoulder day, those, those are probably, they're probably getting cut. I'm going to be honest, yeah. if, in a 30-minute session. Um, I'm going to stick with big movements that are going to get a bit more bang for buck, and then that's all you're going to do. With a bit more, hate to use the term, functionality, basically, um, to where you're going to be pressing or doing... And if, if it was for just physique, then you might do some flies, I guess. Um, which mm. I, it really bugs me, the amount of people that do flies when they're trying to get stronger, or they've, they've no... I don't know, they they just want to get if you're trying to get like I don't know good physique then flies are perfectly acceptable I don't understand why so many people do them when uh, they're not in like a bodybuilding competition it baffles yeah. me Dan on the side note um, yeah really. <laughs> just it reminded me of something I just got angry about today sorry um, really? yeah yeah clearly <laughs> so yeah then there's a, there's a couple of other stuff you could do like athletic function I've written so if you're functional training in half an hour um was mm. for some sort of sport or anything like that then stick to the stick to the like sport specific stuff and that does mean like still the squats and stuff that you'd be doing but then if it becomes yeah. like some core holds that you particularly need to do some adductor stuff um yeah then go do that and supplement it with it just make sure that's done um then i guess the rehab stuff also because i've been spending well, i seem to have a lot of people coming to me with uh, like SI joint pain or lower back pain, um, which I seem to be, I seem to be okay at fixing apparently. Um, so it's amazing what flute can do for you. Isn't it? Just yeah, I know it's just random yeah. shit that uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just that. That's like some of that stuff. I would take like 20 minutes to go over normally, but maybe maybe I'd just do 15, 10, 15 minutes, and some of the more weirder exercises would get cut. Um, just shorten it down. Pick, I guess, thirty minutes. Pick what's important. Pick what you feel like you have to do. Um, and then the chances are you'll have another day that you can jam the rest of the stuff back in, and you've still done the same volume throughout the week. Yeah. Um, that's what I usually say to some of my guys. That all right? Just well, <laughs> shove your tricep extension and bicep curls on the other day that you're you're just squatting on. Like if yeah. there's, there's no reason why you can't do it, your bicep and tricep on legs. That's that's absolutely fine. Um, it's nobody's gonna shoot you and be like, "Oh, you don't trick legs all the time." I was like, "Well, I did," um, but yeah, I think it's it's the whole kind of again with the macro tracking. You can borrow twenty percent calories from another day. You can still borrow mm. your neck. It's obviously it's not optimal, but you can do it every now and again. It's, it's all about flexible training, um, which is good. Flexible training, yeah. Yeah, and, and we did that. Like we did that yesterday. We we had to leave quickly. We left out dumbbell curls and calf raises, so it meant that today they got added on. Fuck. And it was like today we had ten exercises to do. You, it was like you, shit. You left out your calf raises. I know, mate. Well, I've got just, calves anyway. I'm so that's pretty worry, sure but. that is one of your compound movements. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that was a one. <laughs> Uh, right, anyway, <laughs> let's move on to uh, stupid things on the internet because I can't keep this bottled up any longer. Yeah, I know, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I'll wind you up and let you go on this, man. Because um, you sent me the article, didn't you? Well, we just discussed it, Tom, didn't we? I found we it discuss. as we were discussing what we were going to talk about this 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 podcast. So luckily, it just <laughs> popped up in my face um, like a big, juicy donut. I couldn't take my eyes off it. So 
uh, yeah, I'm going to just go through this this article. It's not very long. Um, it's full of shit, um, <laughs> and it and it, it it really bothers me because it's it's so wrong. It's so wrong on so many levels. So we'll talk. I'll just go for it. Um, so apparently, the timing of your food intake is more important than your food. Mm-mm. Apparently. That's wrong. Um, so first thing in the morning, we should be drinking a pint of water because in the morning, our stress levels are at their highest, which is actually true. Um, and water can help reduce those hormones. I don't think that's true. No reference, of course. Um, and apparently drinking water in the morning on a daily basis balances your body's lymph system, which fights infection, increases the rate at which new muscle and blood cells are produced. Um yeah, I mean, like, I don't even know if that's right or not. It just sounds so wrong. It can't be right. Like, drinking water in the morning helps reduce cortisol. I don't think it does, mate. I really don't think it does. Um, and I, I, and again, I, I, if there are studies to show that, then great. I'll, I'll happily read them. But I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure that's not the case. Um, I'm pretty sure it'd be the food that does that for you because that has calories and energy in it but anyway on to the next point people think that fruit is healthy for breakfast but in reality the sugar found in fruit causes a massive spike in your insulin levels resulting in a crash at around mid-morning uh that's so false it's not even funny so fruit actually is predominantly made of fructose which is a sugar uh, and fructose actually has a very low glycemic index it's actually as low as something like oats for example um so yeah it doesn't cause a massive spike in insulin at all fruit it has like i said very low glycemic index um so that's wrong you're much better off eating slow burning carbs such as oats these are burnt off as energy because you're consuming them in the morning rather than being converted into fat where you eat them lasting at night i recommend eating little protein every meal and even as a snack try to squeeze in five to six small portions of protein a day it raises your metabolism and helps burn more calories um yeah so again like i said about the oats and the fruit actually i would i would hypothesize if you had 100 grams of oats um sorry so if you had 100 grams of carbs from oats with 100 grams of carbs from fruit i would hypothesize that they would probably have the same amount of of glycemic load and insulin spike that'd be my hypothesis i don't actually know um but they are both very low gi foods one um and apparently you're having carbs in the morning you burn it off rather than in the evening you get converted to fat which is bullshit um and squeezing five to six portions of protein in a day um, will help spike muscle protein synthesis um if those portions are large enough um but having it will not raise your metabolism will help you burn more calories uh, than compared to if you had four or three servings a day um that's just so wrong yeah lunch um eat your greens at lunch negative calorie foods such as celery asparagus cucumber tomatoes chili and even low-fat proteins such as chicken and turkey are all good options you burn more calories digesting these types of foods and the calories they contain plus they'll keep you fuller for longer i love eggs but tend to stay away from the yolks as they contain a lot of fat Mm. i also love low-fat yogurt just make sure you check the sugar content of some brands Oh, bullshit. Do I even have to go into the whole negative calorie? <laughs> Seriously. Like, for a start, chicken and turkey are not negative calorie foods, for a start. No. Um, celery is the one that, yeah, contains so little, and cucumber contains so little calories. But tomatoes and asparagus, uh, aren't? 
I'm pretty sure they're not. I'm pretty sure tomatoes definitely wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, asparagus, I have no idea, but um, yeah, it's just bullshit. Um, Eat those foods because they're good for you and they've got loads of micronutrients and loads of fiber in, of course. Yeah. But um, don't eat them because you think you're burning off more calories by eating them than than any other food. That's just stupid. And uh, we, we eat a lot of eggs. You do mainly egg whites though, don't you? No, not, not, not now. I'm in off-season. No, no. No, I'll, yeah. I'll, have, yeah, I'll have six eggs for breakfast, scrambled. Yeah. Like, I, I, um, I don't understand. Like, what, what, what calorie-wise per egg? What are we looking at about? Well, it's about six grams of protein and about six grams of fat. So quick math on that is 40, 45 plus that's... 24. Yeah, um, yeah 70. 70. Well, yeah, thanks. Uh, that's not a lot of calories. If... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's not. And, 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 and the problem with it as well is this guy is like, okay, so stay away from the fat, but then he's also saying don't eat carbs and don't eat sugar. So what the fuck are you supposed to eat? Like protein and greens all day, every day? No, thanks, mate. Like I've got a life. I don't want to just eat that. I'm not prepping. Um, yeah, just and, and again, like how confusing is this for someone? And I know what audience this is aimed at, right? Yeah. How confusing is that for the audience it's aimed at? Of people who probably don't really know what they're doing, and they probably just want some real simple advice. Like the amount of times I've said to someone who I know who works in the city, who's busy, and I've given them a list of foods from Pret and gone, right, eat those for lunch, eat those for breakfast. A combination of these foods, you'll be fine. Like under four hundred calories, over thirty grams of protein, you're done, sorted. Go yeah. eat them. Not. Check all the labels and, oh, you should be eating negative calorie foods. Where in fucking London can you find a sprig of asparagus to eat raw? No, it doesn't exist. <laughs> I bet it's it does. It. Probably does <laughs> no one's going to fucking eat it, though, are they? Um, your last meal of the day should be the smallest. Oh, God, this guy's a dinosaur as well. Fucking hell. Unfortunately, this is the time of the day when you're likely to be tempted to indulge. Yeah, because you've eaten fucking turkey and celery for lunch um, and fucking plain oats for breakfast. Yeah, I'd want to indulge. Um, avoid carbs at dinner. What? 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 Hang on. Avoid carbs at dinner, but don't worry about eating the odd sweet treat or having a glass of wine. Even the best athletes in the world eat chocolate. Yeah. And you've just told them to avoid carbs. The important thing is to keep a balance in your life, to avoid binge eating. Well, yeah, we agree with that. Flexible dieting is good. Don't completely cut out the things you love because it is simply not sustainable. It is okay to eat fruit last thing at night as your body can cope with the insulin spike when you're asleep. Hang on a minute. What? <laughs> what? Hang on a minute. So am I supposed to eat carbs with dinner or not? No, but, I, then, I, but then you're I, But perfectly... then, hang on. But my body can cope with the insulin spike when I'm asleep because that's when I'm most active, right? So yeah. I won't store fat, which is what the guy said for breakfast is really important is to have carbohydrate because you're using it as energy and it won't be converted to fat when you eat them lasting at night. But fruit, I can eat lasting at night. How does that make any sense? Oh, Anyway, that's just uh, Tom's taking a picture of that now. Um, like it's literally like it's literally like me saying, um, make sure you do heavy back squats um, because they're really really good for you. And the last thing before anyone leaves the the article, I then say, never ever back squat. Your knees will break and it will kill you. <laughs> well, what am I supposed to take away from that article? Not much. Um, and so. Uh, even right, regardless, right. Think about this a second. Regardless of whether the content and whether insulin does cause fat gain or not, regardless of that information, he's just contradicting himself. Like, so what is someone supposed to eat then? Because you're telling them here that the massive spike in insulin is causing them to convert a fat in the evening, but then you're telling them to eat it. No wonder everyone is so confused. <laughs> 
because people keep confusing the situation. <laughs> there we go. Oh back, back to our content creation. Pick a side um, and then stick with it. Look what we said. Like believe what you're writing. Um, so what? Just, 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 yeah. Just don't confuse people. Like how? How is that helping anyone? Reading that. Oh, I'll tell you what you should do for lunch. Eat um, chicken or turkey with greens, and that's it. And then at breakfast or dinner, you can eat carbs, but don't eat carbs. There you go. That's my nutrition plan sorted for 2017. <laughs> Done. Oh, dear God. Right, that's a wrap, Tom, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a wrap. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, you need to have some words. <laughs> and we'll be done. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, go hit us up on every single social media platform going. Um, if you've got any questions about anything we talked about this week or anything in to- at all, to be honest, uh, hit us up. More than welcome to uh, answer some. Dan's actually, uh, it seems, I've, I've noticed that uh, you're answering questions on the way to uh, your training sessions at the moment as well. So, whenever oh, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's. It. I found it hilarious. So uh, yeah. yeah, Laura's decided to start filming us. So that's yeah, all good. so it's just like Dan in front of uh, Laura's phone, and obviously everybody who's uh, following her account gets a nasty shock when uh, you're just sitting yeah, there like, yeah, when, when it's boom. not. When it's, me. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, all right, all right, then. See you later. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So give us any questions, anything you want to find out. Um, more than welcome to answer them. Cool. Anything mm-hmm. happening your end, Daniel? No, mate. All good. All, all good, mate. All good. Nothing to report. Nothing to report. All right. Uh, go join the Facebook group if you haven't already. Um, lots of stuff happening there in generally stupid things, that kind of stuff. Um, polls every now and again. I actually ask him. Yeah, we, we based this episode literally on people, um, a poll that we uh, did about two hours ago. We will be heavily more prepared uh, next time. Um, cool. Always. Always. Cool. Got some guests lined up. All good. All right. Um, catch you later, Daniel. Peace out.